Calling this meeting to order. February 8th, 2024, meeting of the Special Magistrate for Code Enforcement for the City of Edgewater. Uh, I have reviewed the minutes from the previous meeting on January 11th, and they are approved. Um, if you have not hit, been here before, my name is Jacob Schumer. I'm a Special Magistrate. What that means is that uh, I'm not here on behalf of the city. Uh, I'm an attorney that was brought in to basically call, act like a judge and call balls and strikes. The city, if you're here, the city likely is alleging that you violated their code in some way. Um, and I'm here to uh, get the bottom of it as a neutral person. Uh, I am not a judge, but I will be acting like a judge. So in that way, the formal rules of evidence don't apply. So you don't have to worry about um, you know, uh, rules like that. Uh, but I'd ask that you keep it uh, on topic and keep it civil. Uh, I might interrupt you to keep us in the uh, talking about the matters actually at issue here. But otherwise, I'm going to let you say your side of the story. Uh, at this point, if you intend to testify today, if you could please stand if you're able and raise your right hand. If you're going to be speaking, do you swear or affirm to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? Thank you. Uh, ex parte communications, I've had none. And at this time, I'll find the orders under six. Is anybody here for? Anything under six? I assume not. I'll find that they are in compliance and issue the order finding violation. Um, all right, and we'll move on to 7A, uh, 1857 Date Palm. Is anybody here for that? Are you able to come up to the, the podium? If you could. All right. Okay, um, Mr. Schumer. Yes. Yeah, I. One moment. I'll. I'll. I'll um. I'm. I start uh, by explaining what's happening here, just in case you don't know, uh, which is that the city is alleging that you violated Section 10-83 neglected premises, um, and based on the condition of the home. If you could bring up the pictures, this is the one where it wouldn't work. The city alleges that you violated this provision, which requires that an owner or controller of a house or other building must keep their premises in a reasonably clean and orderly manner, uh, and that the roofs should be structurally sound and maintained in a safe manner. Uh, do you admit or deny those allegations? Well, first of all, I'd like to ask that I get a continuance on this to be able to represent myself adequately. I have okay. really bad allergies. I can't even really speak correctly. So what's because of today? Yes, today. When did you 
I talked to Officer Kevin Pagani yesterday. It was early in the morning. And then he had sent um, Martin San Miguel a email, and that was early in the morning. And I was expecting a phone call back all day, and I never got one. And I didn't even get one this morning. So, it and I had left a voicemail this morning asking that this get postponed or continued. So it looks like there is a notice from here from last May. Has this been going on from, since last May? Do you remember receiving that kind of notice in May? Um, and then another one in September? Yeah, but you're looking at pictures that are current. I, so right now I'm not looking at the pictures. I know these pictures are most, there are a lot of them from December. I was looking at the other file, which if you could, um, if you could pull up the, the paper file and go to page three. So did you receive the not this notice in September? Let me get my glasses. Uh, while you're while you're getting your glasses, I'll ask the city. What it, what are your feelings on a continuance? At this time, the city does not agree with a continuance, sir, um, due to the length of history on this house. The fact that this specific case has been open since May of last year, unfortunately, there's been a uh, lack of communication between the property owner who's here present today and our office in the past several months. Um, after several times of going out to the property uh, myself, I went out there and I spoke to her. I left my door hanger, asked her to call me um, because she said it was a bad time to discuss anything. She said that she's already been working with Officer Pogany. Unfortunately, due to some inner office challenges, we've had to change some things around, which is when I, as the supervisor, took over the case. Um, this is a secondary case for the same offense. There has been a lien for the past 13 years on this property already for this problem back in 2010. That case has had $100 a day done on the property, and that lien is going to be stopped because I need to open this up to request a higher monthly uh, amount, daily amount, due to how bad it's gotten. The city's main concern, if you look through some of the photos, the entire front door is blocked by things. Uh, if emergency personnel have to access the property at all, it, it's nearly impossible. They're going to have to break through a window or try to go through the back door. Um, and this is a problem that we've consistently had to go out to to include other violations that have had to been abated. Um, so at this point in time, nothing that is being discussed or has been noticed to date is any new information. This is all things that have been going on for a very long time. Um, yeah, you, did you get your glasses? And were you able to look at this document? Um, so, do you disagree that this has been going on since last May? Or that you've been receiving notices on this since last May? From what he just said, um, which is not anything that 
I was aware of as to what he just said about liens and everything else. I mean, I'm going to have to seek legal counsel on this before I go any further. Okay. So. The, so I'm not considering anything about the liens that already exist on the property, if there saying, are I any. Mean, you know, I'm not considering any I, of that. Really, I can't address this adequately because I can't really. My throat is drain. My nose and sinuses are draining down the back of my throat. Okay. okay. So I, mean, I really can't speak to all of this adequately to be able to defend myself or to explain anything. Because of your allergies? Yes. My inclination my eyes is to are not. watering right now. I can't even see with my glasses. So. I really need to have a continuance on this. Do you have a, is there any way you could print out the, the paper file and the pictures? So what, what I'm going to do, ma'am, is I'm not inclined to grant a continuance given how long this case has gone on. Um, I'm going to give you, I'm asking the clerk to print out the report and pictures so that um, you can have them in your hands. Um, Mr. Schumer, for the record, yeah. the city went out there um, a couple hours ago and the updated photos are there and the property still looks the same. Okay. Well, I haven't even started yet. Understood. Uh, so, what I'm going to do is, so while she's getting the pictures, uh, well, I was going to move on to another case, but I don't want to move forward without the clerk present. So, We're waiting for the clerk to get back some, some, some copies at this moment.
Okay, ma'am, you have the uh, the copies in front of you. Were you able to see the um, the courtesy notices from the well? There's the courtesy notice on May dated May 16, 2023, and the notice of violation on September 7, 2023. Do you see those? Ma'am, we're not going to sit here while you read everything in that package. It's been made available. Um, no, this was never made available online. They were online. And also these these notices. Did, did uh, uh, City, were these notices mailed or placed on the property or both? Both. And that's both the May and September notices. Um, I'm going to go ahead and skip you, ma'am. You can go ahead and read through that packet, uh, and I'll go ahead and move on to item B because B B is present. On the uh, I'm going to suspend that hearing and move on to item B, which is um, uh, two two eight Wildwood. Uh, sorry, you weren't here for you got here a little late. So you know, my name is Jacob Schumer. Um, I'm a special magistrate. I'm not a. I'm not here on behalf of the city, but the city did hire me to come in and kind of act like a judge. If you could come in and state your um, state your name and address for me, and then I'll get and then I will start to begin. Yeah, I'm James McCarthy, two two eight Wildwood Drive, Edgewater, Florida, three two one three two. Thank you. Uh, one moment, please. Uh, the city is alleging that you violated section 10-83 of their code regarding yep. the neglected premise, and that's for having a roof that looks like it's basically kind of like half done. Is that right? Yeah, there was there was less than 25% of it that needed to be replaced. I got it finished. You got it finished? Yes. Uh, the city, do you all agree with that? No. Or you I don't think to... they've been out to check it. I just got it done last week. So. Last week? Yeah. Uh, I was not able to take photos of that property today. So you weren't able, okay, so you haven't re-inspected. Okay. No, we were also never contacted and yeah, told I that was, it was done. I was, I've been trying to get a hold of you. My wife is very sick. I mean, she's in the emergency room right now. She's on dialysis three times a week. I've been to seven doctor's appointments this week, cardiologists, renal care, and it's just taking up a lot of my time, you know? Okay, understood. So I just need a little bit of leniency here. I'll try to get everything taken care of. Well, sir, if this if it's true that everything is taken care of, yeah, then not a lot is going to happen. Okay. Today, because what the way that it works is that they've issued a citation, and then what I can issue a further fine, but that fine will never happen if you come into compliance by a certain by a specified time. But if you've already come into compliance, then that then you don't. Right. Have to worry so I, should I just have somebody so, come out and, and take a look at the house? To see if everything's okay. So here's my here's my my thought on it in the city. So do you admit or deny that violation occurred? Yes, it did. Okay. Um, based on what they're saying, uh, my suggestion would be to have 
I would find a violation and uh, uphold their uphold their citation, which is a violation, and then uh, and then post continue this to next month. Okay. And if they submit notification to me that you are in compliance, then I can issue an order finding that you've come into compliance. Okay. Does that make sense to the city? Agreed. Okay. So that's what I'll do. I'm going to find a violation. Um, yeah, what well, my guy was just undercooking it, though. It's just my wife is just taking up lots of time. Also, I, I have a disabled son that I take care of also. And for the record, for this case, there has been a lot of improvement. He's been working very diligently on the property. Okay. So that's one of the reasons why my initial request was going to be till March 1st. Okay. To give him time to, to come into compliance? Maybe? Correct, sir. To have a finding of fact today that he didn't come into compliance by the date requested initially. And okay. then if he comes into compliance by March 1st, then we'll create an affidavit and seal well, it up. Well, then let's then we can just do that because if it's in compliance, then it's already in compliance and you don't need to worry about it. Perfect. And we can consider this his notification that he's come into compliance and you can go and inspect his apartment. Understood. Do you agree, sir? <laughs> Pardon me? I, I was asking if you're in agreement. Yeah. You, you, you understand what I'm saying. Yes, I do. Yes. They're giving you until March 1st to come into compliance, but you're right. saying you've already done it. Yes. So it doesn't matter. Right. Um, so that's what I'll do is I'll issue an order giving you until March 1st to come into compliance, understanding you've already done, you've probably already done it. Okay. And I'll try to keep in contact with them better and make sure everything gets taken care of, okay? Okay. March 1st, 2024. You got that? All right. Thank you, sir. That's it. Thank you very much. You too. Uh, so it was A, B, D. All right. I'll go ahead and go to D and E, which is 3332 Woodland. You're here for that, sir. If you could please come up and state your name and your address. Name it Walter Maynard. Um, and what's your relationship to Maxine and Glenna Maynard? Maxine's my mother. Glenna's my wife. Okay. So, okay. All right. You're Glenna? Okay. And you're okay with him speaking for you on this? Okay, because that's who I have as the owner, is Maxine Glenna Maynard. Um, one more, please. City has alleged that you violated sections 10-113 and 10-5 of their code for outdoor storage and debris for storing a inoperable or wrecked vehicle, meaning it's like a boat and another uh, vehicle, um, a boat and at least one other vehicle. Is that right? That's that's correct. And then also.
also a lot of items, extraneous items uh, outside for out violating outdoor storage. Uh, do you understand the allegations against you? Do you understand what their their allegations of violation? Yes. Okay. Do you admit or deny the violation? Excuse me. Do you admit or deny the violation? Well, I was told by Byron that it was a violation, and he said that as long as we work on getting this forward progress, that everything would be okay. Okay, so I'm going to take that. I know you're you're not exactly denying it. I'm going to take it as a denial, and it's not going to be held against you. Um, if the city could give a report on their allegations in a factual basis. Absolutely. So yes, you, you, they're going to use the podium now, if you could. Um, um, so this has been a uh, property that we've had multiple um, challenges and violations of similar issues of outdoor storage. Uh, and inoperable vehicles being brought around. Uh, Ma'am, if you could scroll down a little bit to some of the other photos. The initial case was cited back in September. Um, we worked together diligently to allow extra time and things to get cleaned up. Um, those things and items were being cleaned up. Unfortunately, the previous deadline that I gave him, he did not meet at that deadline. So a citation was issued to come here. What the city is really looking for at this time um, if you can go up one more photo, ma'am, that you just passed. A lot of that was still there. All of that has been cleaned up. Um, I did inspect today. The property is at this time in compliance of everything. Oh, okay. What the city's looking for is a finding of fact um, and that if it occur reoccurs, again, that it would be a repeat violation and an immediate citation of $500. Due to the case history and the extensive challenges that we've had, um, our goal is to just not have to continue to go back there for the same problems, and I believe the conversations that this gentleman and I have had, um, we are in agreement of that and on the same page. Okay. Anything that Myron has talked to me about, I've tried to bring into compliance as fast as I could do it. It sounds like you're in compliance. This was this was originally brought in as a repeat violation, and so they could charge you like thousands of dollars for the amount of time that was in violation, uh, but they're in, sounds like they're not seeking to do it. Did you say it was a citation amount of $300 for right now? Correct. We're, we're seeking uh, the $300 amount, and because he's coming to compliance today, I'll be filling out right, so no, no daily fines. No daily fines. Okay. Um, do, you have any, do you have any response to that? Well, I just plain didn't understand why I would get a fine for coming into compliance on what I thought was today's date. Yeah. Can, because of the, sorry, go ahead. I, I was just going to speak to that. You, the citation was because you didn't come into compliance by the date that you and I discussed of February. The citation, the city of Edgewater has a citation-based magistrate. In order for us to come to this point, you receive a citation. That also is your notice of hearing. Um, this forum is to specifically set up a finding of fact 
initiate the fact that yes, there was non-compliance by the deadline originally given and to discuss further action if things need to happen. However, because the property is now in compliance, the only financial fine against you would be those citations. Is it possible? Let me go back and say, when he gave me this thing, I found out that, that I've got a fine. Is this the proposed fine here, the civil fine of $100, civil fine of $150? So it, is it 150 on both? Is that the way you're dealing, dealing with it? That's what it, I have on mine. Yes, sir. It's 150 on both because he's been cited before for each violation. So it's it's 300 total, 150 on either because there's two violations. Due to my lack of understanding on this thing, is it possible that we could set a date and say there's no more violations for these items? That we could have adjudication withheld and the fine done away with if we have no violations for this? So it's not like a criminal court where they withhold adjudication or there's a conviction or something like that. There's a finding of violation, and I'm not going to withhold that finding, but it doesn't have the effect of a criminal conviction or anything like that. There's a finding of violation, and there's going to be a finding of violation. As for the fine, we the this is the time that you had a grace period after that first notice was kind of the idea. And because normally they might be willing to drop a fine, but because it's the second, this is has happened at this property at least at least once before. That's why they're seeking a relatively higher fine amount now, if we're not coming into compliance by that date. Um, I thought that I had come into compliance with this stuff before, and then <clears throat> I, I didn't realize that just didn't have this amount of time until today to get it taken care of. So let me, I'm trying to find the, uh, Sir, just to be clear, the date of that citation isn't a date to come into compliance by. The date of that citation was the date for special magistrate. The date for you to have come into compliance by without fines was the beginning of February where we initially discussed that. They've reached this point because of the multiple cases, I believe there was about half a dozen in the system that have always gone to courtesy notice and or notice of violation and then you would clean up. Then we would close the case. Then we would open up another case because the same violations were there and it would go round and round and round. At this point, this has gone to special magistrate because we wanted on record that there was a violation, you have come into compliance, but it gives us the legal ability to cite you and fine you immediately if you continue to do the same thing. Does that make sense? Okay, if, we, if the front comes out of compliance, you can fine me instantly. Correct. Yes. From now, yes, from now on they can do that. Hmm. I guess there's nothing I can say no way I can get you to reduce the amount. To reduce the amount of fine? You know, I, that's something I have the ability to do. Um, are you tell, you're telling me that this isn't going to be a problem and that it's, there's not going to be a further outdoor storage of this kind and 
you understand now what the code says about outdoor storage and all that? I do. Okay. Uh, and you also understand that now they can charge you $500 a day right. immediately if it violate if there's another violation. Like they they could they could really cause they could really fine you a lot. Right. After. Myron had told me that it could be $500 a day and I said, "You know a guy on social security?" Yeah. You charge me 3 days and you got my paycheck. I'm not I'm I'm not saying I'm not sure I've ever seen him do it, but it's in their power to do it. Understand. Um so given that you understand that now, uh, I'll go ahead and reduce the fine to, uh, I'll say $50 each. But you understand that if, you, if it happens again, they're going to come to me again, assuming I'm still here, which I, I likely will be, um, if it happens relatively soon. Um, and then they might be seeking thousands of dollars of retroactive fines, which they're allowed to do. I understand that a conviction this time gets me a bullet the next time. Yeah. That's one way to put it. Do you understand? Yes. So that that's it for me. Finding a violation, and I said $50, right, per violation, so $100 total. And they'll, they'll send you the written version of the finding later. If you'd like to... Or if you'd like to pay now over in the other office, they'll give you a form. Okay. Okay. That's it, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Just for convenience, since you're here anyway. F is here, right? Okay. Okay. Uh, next is F, which is 2323 Juniper Drive. Uh, if you could please state your name and your address. Charles George, 2323 Juniper Drive. And you're the owner of 2323 Juniper Drive, one of you and Susan George? Yeah, I bought my house in 86. Yeah. All right, the city is alleging that you violated section 10-115 of the code for parking on the front yard in a spot not allowed for parking. Uh, you understand the allegations. And yeah, and if you look at my driveway, it's not big enough for two cars. Okay. Uh, but I, don't, I'm, I, I retained a lawyer, I talked to him, and he told me I have no legal reason to dispute any of these charges. So 
I asked him about what would be the best possible way to deal with this. So if I hire a contractor and spend thousands of dollars to widen my driveway by another six feet so I can put two cars on my driveway, would that be a way to satisfy this problem? I'll have to talk to, you'd have to ask the city as to whether or not that would allow you to park a second car, whether or not you could get a permit for that. There's also a provision of the code regarding overflow for a driveway where you're allowed to park on the right side of the driveway, if I remember correctly. That's correct. He can park well, the, on the right the, side of the driveway. The lawyer told me that it's perfectly legal for me to park my car on the right-of-way in the road every night. There's, I know there's some places where you can, some where you can't, but it looks like you're not. That's not what you're here for. Well, I don't want to park my car in the road. It's going to get hit by somebody if I park it there every night. I, I would just like to fix this to where I could park two cars on my driveway. Look at the size of the driveway. It's not big enough. Right. I understand. Were you going to say something about the driveway? Mr. Schumer, Myron San Miguel. I'm the supervisor for code enforcement. So this form is really just to figure out if there was a violation at the time. How, how much time do we need to come into compliance and to continue to work together? The time to talk about options and how to fix the violation is I'll a little the bit. contractor today. And I'll get it done so, as so the, soon as possible. So I'm I'm here to decide whether or not there was a violation. It sounds like you're not denying that there's a violation. No, and it's 75 bucks. I don't care. Okay. And also, are you not parking there anymore? Is the question. Because they're gonna they're gonna go back out there. They're gonna want to make sure that you're now complying and that you're not continuing to park in the front in the front yard. Okay. Well, from now. I'm parking. I can get two wheels of my car on the driveway. Okay. But there's not enough room for me to put two cars on that driveway. Okay. I'm trying to. The, but you got to understand, for 38 years, I've been parking anywhere I wanted on my yard, and I never had a problem up till now. I bought that house in 86. So I know that has no legal reason for me to have any kind of defense at all. I know that already. But I'm just trying to do my best. Look, I'll call a contractor. If it'll be all right, I'll pay the fine, and I'll make okay. my driveway wide enough for two cars. Here's the thing. The fine gets worse if you don't stop parking your driveway while you're dealing with all the contractor stuff. So for now, you need to stop because otherwise I can issue fines, not just $75 once in three months or something like that, but literally every day you park on there, it'll be 75, 75, 75 or more. Sir, I've been there several times and there's plenty of room for him to park two cars side by side in his driveway or one behind the other in the driveway. Um, you don't have to go through long. the expenses of of hiring a contractor and getting a permit to extend your driving, unless that's what you choose to do. But you do have plenty of room. Well, so the city, I have in the in the report that was on in the agenda, in the public agenda, is that you're not seeking daily fines. Is that right? The violation is corrected when I went by this morning. Okay. All right. But I'm going to find, so 
So you haven't denied the violation, uh, and you're not you're not contesting the amount. So I'm going to find the find there was a violation, and uphold the fine. There's nothing else for me to do. It's considered in compliance. Find that you you're in compliance as of now. But know that if you park on the front yard again, they can immediately hit you with a fine, and they don't have to come to me first. So where do I park? In so, the road? Well, there's. You know, he just mentioned that it looks like there's enough room for two cars to park back-to-back. Sir, did you not get the diagrams that I sent to you and all that that showed the proper parking areas of your property? If we parked, I can't fit two cars on that. You could fit one on the pad and one to the right of the pad if you're looking at your house. That's called the overflow parking area. There's a designated overflow zone. The, and that's, that's where I've been parking for the last... You've been parking to the left of the driveway, which is in the front yard. Now, if you park in the right side of the driveway, the right side, that's okay. The right side of my driveway is on my neighbor's property. There should be at least 10-foot area there that you can... No. When my driveway was poured, it's exactly on the property line for the neighbors. Even if you were to pull... The, I guess that's a Toyota. I'm not sure. Both of them are Toyotas. You pull one up as far as you can, you can park the other one behind it. There's there's plenty enough room to do that. I'll still be parking on the grass. I can see you. I can see the the driveway from the pictures itself. You can fit that Toyota behind the. You can fit both cars lengthwise, not side by side. But it doesn't. Ultimately, it doesn't matter because if you can't, if the other side is your neighbor's property, then you. Sounds like you probably can't park there unless you have an agreement with your neighbor. Uh, for, um, some, for some reason, back in 1979, when that driveway was poured, mm -hmm. they were allowed to put a driveway right on the property line. So I cannot park on the right side if, unless I'm going to park on the neighbor's property. Now, I could get permission from the neighbor, maybe, to let me park over there. Because she's a nice lady. I don't think she'll have a problem with it. And anything when it comes to how you solve this issue is going to have to be, like, my, the purpose of this hearing is, is done. We got, it, we got it done. There was a violation, and you're, co you're coming to compliance, and that's being upheld. The, and then how you deal with how you, where you park, how you park, is going to be up to you after this. So, but the answer is probably not going to be on your front yard because that's going to result in fines. But uh, I'll go ahead and we're done for today. There's, you, know, you can continue your conversation with the city. But uh, this. And that's, Officer Hazelwood can discuss it more in detail with you outside. I, I left messages on your machine at your office because I wanted to talk to one of you guys about how we could resolve it. Okay. We're gonna we're, we're gonna move on. Officer Hazelwood uh, can speak with you in further detail get outside. Back to to uh, Ms. Sorlowski at the at uh, 1857 Day Palm, but uh, you'll get uh, the order either in the mail or in the mail, right? Okay. Okay. So I go next door and pay the fine. Okay. Thank you, sir. And I'll talk to my neighbor. I can park in her yard. So. 
right. Uh, if you could, yeah, I can hear the microphone back. Right, man. Did you have time to look over those documents? Yeah, best I could. Okay. Um, so, do you disagree that you received the notices? Did you receive those notices from the city? Um, let me see here. Oh, yes, I think that I got the notice. And then the one I'm looking at here says that all notices and provisions of Chapter 10, Article 28, have been complied with. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, I'm going to go ahead and... So if things have been complied with, then... No, that's what's talking going about on? whether or not you received notices. But I'm looking at the first page here, and it said all notices and provisions of Chapter 10, Article 28, have been complied with. That's, right. that's, the, that's the city proving their case to me. That's not saying you're in compliance. That's not, you're, that's you're not in compliance, have complied with according the requirements to this for notification. The, so, do you deny their allegation? Wait a minute. That doesn't make any sense. If everything has been complied with, then what's going on? Marta, that statement is not saying that you are in compliance of the violations cited. That statement is saying that we have complied with the statutory requirements for due process of notification for those documents to you. But that's not what it says. It says... Okay. Things You've already acknowledged you received with. the notices. Do you, but you, and you also, the pictures, can you show the pictures and go through? You yeah, I have copies pictures. of the pictures. Right. Do you dispute uh, the what they are saying about the condition of the house? Oh, there's things that are out there, yeah. And the, the roof? Right. Is in bad condition? Okay, you don't dispute that. Well, I mean, there's shingles that are off of it, yes. Okay. If that's considered bad condition, it depends who's looking at it. Okay, I, well, looking through the pictures, uh, they're not good. I'll take it as a denial. I've gotten, I have gotten estimates on getting my roof replaced, okay. which is going to be just the shingles themselves. Are is up to like fifteen, seventeen thousand okay. dollars. Now there's going to need to be other things that are going to be have to be done to it. So whenever I talked to the people that came, they didn't add that in because it's all things that are not visible. But that's like anticipating. I'm looking at like. Anywhere from like twenty-five to maybe thirty thousand dollars. I don't have that sitting around. Okay, ma'am. So I'm, I have I'm to take your your state. I know I know you're not exactly denying it, but I'm going to take your statement as a denial, just so that the city can put in their factual basis for the violations. 
Uh, so, City, if you'd like to put in the factual basis of the violation. Yes, sir. I'm going to hand the I'm going to hand the mic over to the initiating officer who was there, and then I'll take over from there. Sure. Officer Pogany. I received a complaint from the neighbor behind Marta uh, about the condition of her house. I also received a complaint on the property uh, to the east of the complainant on a dilapidated house. So I handled both cases while I was there. Uh, he allowed me into the backyard to take photos of Marta's backyard area. And then I went around to the front and took pictures of the front. Also took some property appraisers uh, pictures to show the complete roof with the shingles missing. There's probably a third, a third to half of the roof uh, shingles missing. There's quite a bit missing. Um, I issued a courtesy notice at first to Marta. Gave her, I believe I gave her two months to get it uh, corrected. Um, and the, the property appraiser pictures are consistent with your personal observations? Yes, sir. From what I could see of the house, I couldn't see the entire roof, but entire I could see quite a bit of the roof. And you can um, see many of the shingles are missing. Yeah, and you can see it in my pictures, too, the pictures I took. You can see that a, a good amount of shingles are missing um, from just those pictures. Well, like, I'm see not there, denying you can see that the, the gray shingles areas are, are the The dark gray shingles, the dark gray areas are the missing shingles. And there's like rows of them all, all along the roof, almost like a design, you know. Um, after the two months, I issued, it wasn't corrected, I issued a notice of violation. Um, and it went on to, ended up leading to, I think I gave her, I think I gave her another month to get it corrected, but I actually waited a little longer to write the citation. Uh, I issued a citation for neglected premise. Um, while this was... After this was going on, I became aware of a program through Volusia County to assist Hurricane Ian people with damage. Uh, and I actually I tried making contact with her. She's hard to get, uh, like, like uh, Supervisor San Miguel was saying, it's hard to get to her front door with the stuff she's got on her front porch there. But I left. I, you can get a hold of me uh, by mail. I left you a note. I left you the green card to call me um, on your on your. I think it was on your garage door because um, I wanted to tell her about the program. Uh, I ended up mailing her the the information about the program, so hopefully she could apply and maybe get accepted in it and get some help. Because I know she was saying she needed help, you know, getting it getting the roof fixed. Um, so I mailed her a, a, the program information. Matter of fact, I just talked to her on the phone about it the other day. So she was there was a misunderstanding. She's going to apply. She didn't apply originally, but she's going to apply now, yeah. and uh, hopefully get some help from uh, the federal government on getting her property replaced. And then I was out of work for uh, I was in the hospital for a while, and uh, Supervisor San Miguel took over the case, and that's where that's where it's at right now. Yes, sir. Once I took over the case. Um, I tried to establish contact to inform the resident of that. I took over. What's going on? Where are we? Um, kind of create a plan of action, give an extension if able. Uh, due to our initial contact, I went out there. Um, I was able to kind of reach around on the side, knock on the door, 
Uh, I couldn't see anyone, but I heard her talking to me through the door. Um, audibly, we made contact, spoke. She said that now is not a good time to speak, um, but to leave my contact information. I said that I can leave my business card. Um, she said to uh, that is fine, and that she would call me. Uh, I left my business card attached to her vehicle. Uh, I did not hear anything, did not get any phone calls or emails, uh, then went back multiple times throughout the next month, month and a half, uh, knocked every time um, at different various times of the day and was still unable to make contact. Due to, again, the extensive history on this house, the concern that the city has for fire life safety for both her, the surrounding residents, um, the property and the value that it, and the property and the way it's maintained right now, that the house is just kind of being neglected and falling apart. Something needs to be done. Um, so we are going to be asking for the maximum amount of $250 a day today due to that the previous case is over five years. So it is no longer considered a repeat violation. There will be a stoppage for that initial lien of $100 a day because we want to increase it and max it at $250. So, ma'am, it sounded like you were saying you don't dispute what they're saying about the condition of the house. Well, you're looking back. There's things that have been taken care of that those conditions no longer exist anymore. Okay. The roof still okay, is in so, its condition right now, right? And that, yeah. I mean, so, you need a new roof. Right. You know, so I so, applied to FEMA. FEMA denied my claim. What am I supposed to do about that? Okay. So I've gotten estimates, and I have to be able to work my way through to be able to afford monthly payments. Okay. You know, I mean, if you want to find me because I'm poor, I tend to think that there were laws against that that were established long, long, long ago. There's so, not part of them that's actually creating a, you know, it's making me, because I'm a pauper, guilty, that I can't do something with my roof on my own immediately within a certain amount of time. You've had, you were noticed last May, so you've had nine months. Um, the and also the cases that it's been going on for years and anyway um, those I'm things find were fine but if you look at the website there's things that you're trying to throw into this mix that have been found in compliance okay so I'm bringing I'm, things that are old that may be from five years ago well, is really that, not a matter. I'm not considering the things from five years ago. Well, the roof alone would, if all of this trash would cleaned up from the property, the roof alone would still be a violation. And that you've admitted that that's not a. I still not could not. Yeah, but I still could not take care of it. I couldn't see a way to be able to afford to make payments and I'm working on that. Okay. So I'm fine. And then I appreciate that Kevin Pagani has, you know, given me information where I might be able to apply. He said that it was a kind of lottery where they pick you or they don't pick you. So 
you know, if well, that works, then fine. But they want you to be able to clean up your house. They want. They want. Right. They don't like having these cases out here. Right. I know. Like I understand that. And over. So they will help a, you. Okay. If, over a long period of time, I have had a condition or conditions that have prevented me from being able to get out and do things on a regular basis. Okay. Okay? I mean, this is like a physical condition. It was a bad infection. And it didn't get cleared up overnight. And it's taken months and months and months. I'm not happy about it, but... That's just fact of the matter. Okay. Um, I'm going. I shouldn't to... be penalized because I'm. I got an infection because I'm ill. I'm not. You've had many months to try to work on this, and you still have time to try to fix it. I'm going to issue the staff recommended uh, requirements uh, and penalties, which says you have until March first to come into compliance. What did you say? March 1st. To do what? $50 a day to come into compliance, which means. You want me to get a new roof? Getting a new roof. We can no, discuss in I further can, detail I at the conclusion of this hearing, ma'am. I can get with you and we can discuss a plan of action. But at this time, that is the staff recommendation. happens all the time where if they if you show that you are making progress towards it they will help you and they will not try to impose those fines but if that progress isn't being made I'll leave it up to them as to how that how that goes but it happens all the time right. That's it, ma maybe instead of having code enforcement you ought to have people that are out there that will volunteer to help people, like the people that were up here before the first ones, the old couple. You know, you all have people that will get out there, that will come around, that will help people do things and clean things up. You know, I think you're really remiss in your civic, civic duty to be able to help the citizens of this city. All right, ma'am. You know. Uh, I believe that's everybody that's present. Okay. Um, so, well, what's going on here? I, I issued the, I made the finding of violation and issued the, the requirements for coming into compliance, and that's all, that all that needs to happen. You'll be getting an order in the mail. So that's what? You're talking about a daily fine of $250? To do what? Oh, if not corrected by March 1st? Yes. Okay. Uh, so now, is that, does that have... Ma'am, if you could give him the microphone. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Maybe I your, have something to your say. Case is, your case is closed, ma'am. If you have any questions on what the order means, you're free to talk to the code enforcement. Uh, seeing no other 
people present, anybody who was not already addressed, has waived their right to contest the hearing, contest the violation. I'll find that they're in violation and issue the staff recommended sanction. All right, and we're adjourned. Thank you.